and welcome to St. Louis City Press, international friendly, less international today. Our man from Hanoi sent in three minutes, we'll splice it in here somewhere, but not joining us live to celebrate the 4-0 victory against Sporting Kansas City. Joining me, three people who are at the game, Patrick Stark. Woohoo! Nathan Halley. You've been delinquent in telling people to please check out at STL City Press. Still looking to track down our Great Britain and Singapore listeners, so please hit us up at at STL City Press on Twitter. Drew Wolfson. Uh, wow. It, that was the best game of the season, man. I feel great. Better than the 5-1 win back on April 15th. That was, until today, the best win of the season. This was a clean sheet. This one was at without Klaus. It was a hard-earned clean sheet, too. Some ridiculous yeah, saves from Berkey. Berkey was great. This was one where we, you know, the team hadn't been playing well for a couple of games. There didn't seem to be a lot of answers. Something needed to change, whatever. And we were not expecting this. Everything was complete in this game. Well, let's talk about it. Yeah. We needed a win. We said that in the pre-pod. We got a win. That has to be good for the team. A complete game. What were the the pieces that you saw that you liked? Okay, well, I'll I'll be brief. But what I like first of all, Berkey was amazing. Uh, then we, I thought Hebert really looked good at left back. I didn't even know he he was he could play left back. Maybe he should play left back. He looked great. Parker and Bartlett were both solid. We loved the midfield. At least I think we did with Blom and Eddie Lyons uh, holding and. Gary running a little f- further forward and scoring go- scoring two goals and then Nico or and Stroud was in the yeah, and then Stroud was was fantastic and Nico had his moments and had a really good game and really should get a lot of plaudits for um coming up with not much at all in the last couple of games and really doing a lot in this one and scoring a, a lovely goal. He, he deserved it. Man of the match, Vasilev, two goals, uh, playing, I guess, in the number 10 position. Is that, do I have that right? I think I do. Yeah, I, there's probably more than one number 10, but I think, yes, let's call him a number 10. He was making stuff happen. He had a goal from distance. Well, I guess let's talk about from the beginning. He was the one with the foul in the box. What do we think about the... The first goal. I have uh, I've yet to see a replay. I've heard some iffy things, so just ignore me. If I were on the other side of it, I would have been pretty mad that that was a penalty. It looked a little soft. It looked there was there was a push. Um, I think from the the back down the field angle, you can see there is a push. Um, it, you know, no, I don't think there was leg contact. It's kind of hip to hip. He goes down. I would be mad if it were the other way around. I. I described it as like, it seemed kind of like it could go either way. If the ref had called it the other way on the field, I'm curious if VAR would have called it a penalty. I kind of doubt it. I think they were just going to go with. So if that happens outside the box, you probably call a foul. Yeah. It went to VAR for a long time. I think that was the first time this season we've actually seen a penalty go to VAR. So Kansas City fans were pretty mad about it on Twitter. They were pretty mad about at least three out of the four goals. Which, I mean, understandable. I've been on the other side of that. Well, I think they were probably upset on that first goal with the Parker 
tackle that kind of, do I have this right? That was the first goal, the Parker tackle led into that? Yes, that was the first tackle, or the first goal. I mean, they can be they can be aggrieved about things, but it's hard to argue with 4-0. Yeah, so it's wild because this is where, you know, I'm looking at the stats. We had 33% of the possession. Our passing accuracy was under 70%. Kansas City's was 84. They had more corners, 11 to 4. They had more crosses. And their their XG was higher. Yeah, I saw, I, I'm looking at those stats. Too. They're pretty laughable. Yeah, I I mean, look, if they could have had three goals, there were three incredible saves, at least by Berkey, you know, uh, a different goalie. They would have had three goals. But there was a jammy deflection in there. Berkey was great, but I don't know that they had a lot of clear opportunities. In the first half, I would say we looked like the stronger team. They made some substitutions at the half and I thought came out looking more dangerous. Obviously, nothing came of it. Yeah, I think in in the stadium in the moment, it was easy to think, oh, well, you know, this is a blowout. Don't necessarily think that's the case upon retrospect. And looking at the, the initial look at the stats, I have to watch the replay. Although, honestly, I can I probably won't. I'm not, I'm not good at watching sports that have already happened. Might watch some clips. Been watching a lot of Sheffield Wednesday clips. This is still dominating my happiness. So maybe I'll find some time. Because I am curious, like, on a second watch, was it was it overwhelmed by the emotions of being in the stadium and it wasn't as as dominant as I thought? I think it was really good to have Parker back. There were a lot of times again where he he really saved our ass and final third. Blum also had Blum. I someday I gotta learn how to not accurately but um consistently pronounce this guy's name. Probably maybe our most talented player, like just raw talent. Had a really good night. Kansas City fans are mad. They think he should have had two red cards. Two? I don't understand. I think so. Um, I think that's what I was reading. I I was talking to a friend of the pod. Ian, well, actually, Ian's not a friend of the pod. Friend Ian. Friend and friend of the pod, Justin. I don't understand fouls. Really, it's just if it's against St. Louis, I disagree. And if it's against the other team, I agree. Uh, so, like, I mean, he came in from behind and scissor kicked the guy. Scissor kicks the ball. It is not the case that if you get ball, that absolves you. You can still be penalized even if you get the ball first. It looked clean. Did it? Yeah. I've watched it like 15 times and it does not look clean. The guy's right leg is back. Blom is way out in front of his leg with the, the tackle. I think we could, we could, this is directly after the game and I guess we could use some, and I haven't watched all the highlights yet. And we could definitely use some perspective from our man in Hanoi. He said it was fine. I am. I do not want to disrespect Kansas City at all. I think it was an honest performance by them. Um, but I'm not going to extend them as much grace as you are, Nate. I think we. it was a blowout. I think it's hard not to have a blowout when it's... I think 4-0 is pretty clear. We were not worried or nervous. I don't know about you. You were sitting right behind me. But basically from... The first goal on, I was not worried about the game. It was, seemed like kind of smooth sailing. I think there were multiple times where I was pretty nervous, actually. In the pre-pod, I talked Kansas City up a fair amount after watching their LAFC game. But yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't think they looked that dangerous this game. But you said they could have had three goals. Yeah, we would have still won. <laughs> that's, that's not entirely. We can talk about like chaos theory and something later. 
mean, it was good to win. It was good to win, and it was good to win the way we did because this was 100% the game plan, was to go out there, rile them up. We were the, the plan was to go out there, probably get some fouls, get kind of get under their skin, get our energy up. Our press was the best I probably probably ever. That was probably the most pressing we've done this entire season. And we were just surrounding the ball, putting them into awkward situations. You look at XG, yeah, Kansas City's ahead, and half of our XG came from the penalty, which you could argue was maybe soft to begin with. So that doesn't look great. But, I mean, the finishes that we made were fine, right? I, I feel like, what, Indy's last one, 17%, eh, he's going to make that more than one in five, I feel like. That was a good finish. Wait, the second goal for Indy? Yeah. It was, la- I think it, the, well, I don't know what X, the XG was, but he took so, it very well, but it wasn't that difficult of a chance. It was well done. I mean, it, he was put through by Stroud taking out three defenders. Yeah. So the XG on that shot was 17.9%. Okay. That's fine. Joachini's, I mean, Joachini's goal, 8%. Now, that was a nice finish what? to chip over the goalie, but those seem, I mean, those seem, I don't know, low. I feel like, Joaquini in that situation. We talk about XG too much. You're right. You're right. Is that, is that fair? Let's talk so about... So much. We talk about XG so much for something that I don't understand. Let's talk about Joaquini's goal. We were, we've been harsh on Giacchini. We've been critical a fair amount. What do we think of his game tonight? I think he had a wonderful game, but I... Joaquini, I love Joaquini. His first half was garbage, and the second Whoa. half he played pretty well. I wow. think you're Disagree. being very I I think his press was good. I think he applied a lot of pressure. I think he was really working out there. He was on the ball definitely more than he has been. He had more support than he usually does. He wasn't on an island by himself. People were up pressing with him, which was helpful. He was playing more of a Klaus role today tonight than he has at any other game. And he looked a lot. I thought he looked a lot better. He, he did a lot. He did so many things that he hasn't done lately. He, yeah, we don't like some of his flopping or should we say embellishment, but he did win a call early. That was a, a foul. He, he, I think he, he may have added a little to it that probably helped get the call, uh, but he hadn't gotten a call in several games. He won a header and then he proceeded to, not win a few, but to challenge for them. And he hadn't been winning balls. And then uh, the goal, yeah, definitely a, you know, he he one-on-one with the keeper, but that's not a gimme. I don't know if it's 8% or whatever, but he took it perfectly. Like the confidence you have to have, especially after he hadn't, he hadn't had any shots lately. And oh, and by the way, in the 33rd minute, he had a pretty, he had a pretty tough shot that got a save out of, out of their keeper. Now I think is a good time to throw to our man from Hanoi for his take on the game. He, I think, goes into some detail on Joachini. Whoo, what a day, what a game. Uh, I tend to agree with Drew, who said in the Discord that this was the best game of the season, and there's a few reasons for that. Primarily, I just felt like it was cathartic. It was what we as fans needed, and it was definitely what the, the guys on the pitch needed especially Nico. We've been talking about him a lot. We've been a 
may be hard on him at times or at least very critical of him uh, in these last few games when the team hasn't been performing. And I think he needed it today, getting on the score sheet, being instrumental to the victory and really setting the tone. He stayed on his feet uh, a little bit more. He you know, fought through the challenges and he showed some pace, which I didn't even think he had a couple times. Uh, once the game opened up late in that second half, he was off to the races a few times. So I'm really happy for him. I'm proud of him. And I know he feels good. My second thought uh, is that, well, we've scored goals in this game, which we hadn't done in, in the previous few, at least not at the rate that we had become accustomed to. And I think there's a lot to discuss about where that came from. What was different about the, the day? Uh, part of it was the opponent. I think the mirage of SKC success it has been sort of dissipated here. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how they they uh, kick on. Maybe they were just fatigued from the LA game. Uh, but uh, Indy, Indiana Vasilev was my man of the match. I, I'm not sure how the official voting went, but his work rate and his, you know, just his verticality, he was up and down the pitch all game. And that turn for that first goal uh, just left me left me giddy. I loved it. Uh, and his second goal, that finish where he shaped his body and, and you know, the, the keeper had no chance on that one. And leading up to that, uh, Thomas Ostrock coming on and just like toying with the defense, waiting, waiting, waiting until the defender turned his shoulder the wrong way and then passing that into space for, for Indy to run onto and finish with much aplomb. I loved it. Uh, I can't wait to see the stats and really unpack them and see what led to this uh, change of form. One thing is that that early penalty goal really forced some structural changes from SKC. They had to take the game to us when it sounded, at least from the commentators, that maybe their original plan was to do what a lot of teams have done and sit off of us and defend in the low block and make us come to them. That early goal changed their tactics and that fed right into our system. 33% possession, I think, late in the second half. I'm not sure what it ended up at, at full time. But we didn't want the ball, and we turned it over. Uh, we turned them over in their half and in their final third frequently, and constant pressure. The swarming press was there, and I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Congratulations, players. Congratulations, fans. Uh, I'm going to jump in the pool now. Love you all. All right. Thank you, Chris. We appreciate you sending that in. So we're getting some uh, some good engagement on Twitter. A couple of things today. One an egret flew over the stadium with uh, during the national saw anthem that. and um and on twitter they were saying it was an owl i corrected them said it was an egret and got some good good traction there and then also getting some some good work in uh trolling the owner of kansas city who was trolling st louis for losing the rams way to way to pat and yourself the on the back uh yeah good point so uh growing the social media presence guys i don't like it Neither do I. What other highlights of the game? Stroud, two assists. A little bit surprised Ostrock doesn't get more starts. But Oh, I did see the replay of Gary's second goal that Ostrock set up, and it was beautiful. Yeah, that's a good one. I thought 
we looked pretty dominant, especially in the first half. In the second half, once we had our subs on, I thought we looked good. Berkey came up big on some saves, but I think we earned that win convincingly. Yeah, I would agree with that. And and to, yeah, for them to you know maybe they could have scored goals, but like Berkey's performance is part of the team. He counts. Yeah. You know. But Hebert looked good out of position on the left back. Although it is it is a little odd that we'd rather move him out there than start Pedro. I wonder if like he just has no there's like no confidence in that dude or something, um, or if Hebert's just been playing really well. But uh, I think Hebert's been playing great. Sure. But you know you got a natural left back. You move your center back over. Fine, it worked out. Um, he played played really well. I think you know this is not a Nathan thought because I read it online. But having Blome there uh, really allows people to move forward uh, more aggressively because you know you're going to have him back there. So, and I think we saw that a little bit. I think he might be my new favorite player, which is probably a kiss of death to him. But you can see you can really see why why they brought him in and why hopefully he will be healthy for a while because uh, he makes a, makes a huge difference out there for us. Kansas City also did not play the style of play that you know Minnesota or some of these other teams have played against us. Like Kansas City was trying to play their game. They were trying to play high possession, lots of passes through the midfield. Like They, they did not alter their strategy to counter us. Um, which meant that our press was working. We were getting those turnovers. Oh, the press. Yeah. The, it was the first time in a while where our press, it seemed like it seemed like one of the earlier games in the season where we were actually yeah. pressing. I mean, it's in the stats, 33% possession. Like that's what, that's what the team is built for. That might be a little low, like maybe dangerously low. I'd like to see more like 40%, but still, yeah, we weren't, we weren't trying to control the game. We were playing off of Kansas City, which is the style that we have to. Play. I mean, it's what we're built to do. It's not like we well, have we to had, play it because we had Blum, we had Parker cleaning stuff up. It was, it was great. It was great. It was a hell of a night. So when Alm is back, who comes out? So I was, I was wondering this. It's got to be Celio. He did. He didn't have a great night. I, I love that kid. He had some, yeah, you know, he's not super consistent. He had some good plays. He had some that were weak. Yeah, he he, he had a couple of nice plays, but go ahead, Pat. He should never go up for an aerial duel ever again because <laughs> he got clocked two or three times again tonight. And coming off of that one, I just worry about him. Yeah, he's he's not a big dude. I mean, it's not just all him, right? So, okay. Um, Celia, the Klaus, you kick Stroud out, is that, and then you keep the rest of the lineup, basically. Uh, Klaus probably replaces Celio, who I think was. I'm not sure what the lineup was. It might have just been a four-four-two with Celio and Nico up front. So Celio probably goes back to the bench when Klaus is back. For Alm, I don't know. Our midfield is pretty deep. I don't like we were talking about. You want to see more of Ostrak, Ostrak. But I mean, like Vasilev, Vasilev played but so Vasilev well, had such a good night that you're never going to pull out Leuven or Blom at this point, right? Like, so I mean, it's, I guess it's, it's Stroud, but I don't know. I mean, depth is a good, good thing. That's a good. That's a good problem to have. 
especially with the way Alm seems to get injured all the time. Maybe, maybe he is not going to be a consistent force there. So Klaus was not even on the bench tonight. He was listed as questionable earlier in the week, but yeah. And we'll see going forward and reported incorrectly in multiple sources earlier in the day that he would be playing tonight. I was hoping to, hoping to see him on the bench. Let's talk about the the substitutions. Johnny Klein. It's nice to see him get to play. Did had some. He had a few. Had a few nice touches. You know, yeah. yeah. His name is his name is John David Klein the third. JDK. Yeah, it was nice to see him out there. I mean, Slew guy. I've been a. I've watched him a little bit uh, with Slew. So always cool to see a local guy get to get to the show. There were a couple of times where I think he made some, you know, maybe he was a little bit nervous or, but overall it was, it was good. Glad to see him. I yeah, think good Perez came on minutes. for Blum just cause exhaustion, you know, protect him tired. I don't, did he, I don't remember him being involved in any plays one way or the other. He had he, like three shots right into a dude in a row. Okay. He did. And he also had uh, a strong defensive play, I think, towards the end as well. The details of which escape me. I just remember Berkey coming out and slapping him five. <laughs> it's better than Berkey coming out and screaming at you. He screamed at some other people and slapped Perez five, which I think means he did something mm. good. But it was a mess of people, and I wasn't sure what happened. Sometimes <laughs> I'm unclear. His, sometimes it feels like maybe his screaming is like, yeah, that was awesome. This one was probably not because I'm pretty sure they had a fairly fairly clear shot from the left side. I have to again I have to watch it, but I think Perez got a got a five out of that. Most I'm of like, the time, it seems like his yelling is out of anger. I think the yelling is. I interpret the fist bumps and stuff as positive. And then I guess Aziel Jackson, uh, super late sub, but yeah, not great, great footwear. Also seemed to be rocking a new hairstyle, so that was cool. Had a, had a couple runs. I yeah, felt like he, we were still. I felt like we were still pushing, even though we were up. Like we didn't just sit back, which is probably for the best for us. He had one nice run down the the left wing. So yeah, Drew, you said it was our most complete game. I think it was great. Yeah, everyone looked hungry, uh, including yeah those subs after we were already up four nil. That you could see it. Um, the you know Blom was everywhere. Um, we've already talked about Gary uh, Vasilev everywhere. A lot of commitment. The narrative is definitely turned on its head after those last couple of games. Wait, now, do we, you think we've established Gary? Gary? We don't so have to. This... I mean, that's we don't have to. Gary, kinda... Indiana, is a city like a in very... Indiana. Yeah, True. I know that, and that's how I and I <laughs> also a song. I, and I have uh, gone <laughs> gone a step further. I'm just calling yeah, so, him Gary, which is a very, very uh, simple name. It's just a deep <laughs> cut, you know. So okay. like we got Gary. Right, I'll call him. I'll call him. Okay, I won't call him. It's that. also like kind of a terrible city, from what I understand. So maybe we don't want to put that on him. We got Eddie Lyons. <laughs> we got the neck for Tim Parker. <laughs> you know who needs something is. Nervinsky and and Nelson on uh, fullbacks. Oh, by mm. the way, Bl- uh, this you can keep in. Blom 
His nickname from South Africa is Stapa, which I definitely think is usable here. So I'm, I may refer to him as Stapa. Does that just mean like because he stops things? He's a I stopper. He's, I think he stops things. He stops a lot of, a lot of balls. He makes, yeah, he made a lot of tackles. Yeah, no, he was he's great. Like I said, new. What favorite, was the second favorite. red card that Kansas City thinks he should? I don't. I. But do we ha- do we want to have we don't want to have much uh, in common with anybody who doesn't like Blom? Yeah. All it, right. It did make me realize that ranting about how the ref costs you the game is super unattractive. Like it comes across as really sad and pathetic. So are you going to remember this for the next time the ref costs us the game? Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. I, I think, but I don't think we've ever done that, Nate. I think we've definitely lamented refereeing decisions a lot. We absolutely. Yeah. No, 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 no. There was one we, game. We we've also, we, I, I think we've also been honest to say we, didn't do enough to win those games. Well, presumably Kansas City would also admit that. Yeah, since but they, they lost zero four nothing. We haven't lost four nothing. Sorry. So I think yes, it was the ref shafted us, but an acknowledgement that it was still four nothing. So yeah, so what I what I meant was there have been games where definitely a ref decision here or there could have changed it. We could have won or drawn games, but I don't think we ever thought we should have won because of refereeing decisions i will accept that you probably haven't done that but i a hundred percent promise you that i have Um, and so need to work on that because it just comes across as stupid i would like to say i am also i think we'll be happy now that we are can maybe put a pause on some of this Ooh, we're the original capital of soccer we're the original like it's it's a little much so time to move on who are we playing next Vancouver playing okay yeah but I am glad we beat them also because it would have been really rough to have to read all the social media nonsense if they had the city had won I agree it was good to see a win it was good to see a win at home it was good to break the streak of not having wins where are we sitting on the Uh, table now I think third in our division fourth overall is that right kind uh, of tied with Cincinnati's Dallas. ahead of us but I actually don't know do we have a game in do they someone might have a game in hand I don't know got complicated couple this says we're two points behind Dallas oh but we have we do have a game in hand we're, we're level on points with Dallas but we have a game in hand what is the MLS website wrong I'm on Google it says we have 19 points I, we have 22 we now points. have 22. Okay, so they have an update. And Dallas, they tied today? Yes. Okay. So tied for third with a game in hand. We're behind LAFC and Seattle, which is a great, it's a great place to be. And then for the supporter shield, I believe Cincinnati is also ahead of us. Which is midweek pod. We can talk about my idea for restructuring. but Sure, we'll get into that. Supporter shield is where, is where it's at. We will look forward to the game against Vancouver. For now, I think we just got to celebrate. We got to watch watch that replay, just soak it in, win at home, keeping the streak alive. Helen was at this game. I've got bad news. She's not going to be at the game next oh, week. We'll see if no. we can break that. Get streak. her in. Get her a ticket. Get her in the stadium. Maybe, maybe that's the plan. We'll buy her a ticket. Sneak her maybe, in. Maybe, maybe we can get, get her, her a fan, like the fan man, gentlemen. She can land on the pitch, gentlemen. Thank you for joining. Let's go city.